What is poppin', motherfuckers? Welcome back to another episode of Foreign Talk. I'm with my main man, aka Anchor Man, Big Foreskin. Big Foreskin is here, <laughs> back from Thailand. That, that was a crazy trip, bro. That was nuts. Before we get into this, I do want to uh, hit you fellas with a warning. We did put down some Jose Cueva, and it had a fun stop in it, so we had to do a little bit of um, construction work to it. Yeah, some engineering. Yeah, so if this starts, and that was about three minutes ago, so if it starts going downhill 15, 20 minutes from now, I'll sincere apology. <laughs> but, but Thailand, bro, there was a lot of that going on. It's very crazy, very crazy. Downhill crazy. off the plane. Yeah. Very downhill, definitely a step back in life. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, I've, you know, I like Thailand, but I don't understand why some people, you know, choose, love it. They love it and they choose to live there over a place like Dubai. Like, I know a lot of people that have ended up moving to Thailand from Dubai and, oh, no, I love it. It's the same. You just have more freedom. I don't know what part of Dubai you were living in, but there's absolutely no comparison compared to Thailand and Dubai. I mean, you know, it was cool to kind of go, you know, to a place with no rules and shit again. But I've learned for me, I'm not with that. I like a high-functioning society. And especially, like, how dirty it was. Fuck like, me. Like, when you get used to this lifestyle and you go to a place like that, when it, where it's total opposite, it's, like, no-go. I mean, I'll start with my journey off the bat, bro. Uh, just trying to get a taxi out of the airport. You know, most oh, foreign yeah. places that I've been... Uh, English is pretty well versed, you know, like pretty much everyone speaks English, but here you are very south of the equator. So I got off the plane, bro. None of these fellas were chatting any English. Thailand, right? Yeah, it was more just, you know, hand signals and, you know, this and that. And, you know, finally ended up getting a taxi. I don't know how long you guys waited. We waited for a good like 40 minutes because their taxi system is fucked, bro. They call you a taxi and they give you a number. And you got to find the number on a taxi that's fucking moving by. No way. Yes, bro. So we were stuck there waiting. And finally, we get in, uh, again, broken English, you know, trying to play charades with the dude on how to get to our hotel. I remember this because you texted me and you said you, ha you went to like four different places before you, before you actually got to the house we rented. So that was at the end of the taxi. <laughs> he fucked up. But on the, along the way... Bro pulled over and like they, you know, they had, I mean, I thought that California had dispensaries everywhere. Thailand, God. Thailand is hands down the next Kush capital of the world. That is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. I mean, they had, they had more weed shops than pharmacies, grocery stores, everything. And they were everywhere. They yeah. were just like little everywhere. like kiosks, bro. You know, like phone kiosks in the mall. Yeah. It was like Kush kiosks. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. Um, but we ended up staying at like this really nice Airbnb. First thing I noticed, no electric fence, no walls, no nothing. So I was very, very unsecure. I was like, I was either like, fuck, we're going to get robbed or fuck, Thailand must be pretty safe. But from my experience in third world countries, that's not usually the case, no, you know. No. But Thailand, bro, surprisingly, that's the one thing I did like. I've, I didn't feel unsafe no, at all. It was pretty safe. And especially, like, I noticed, like, when it came to watches and stuff, because I remember none of us brought our watches and shit, and we're like, we're going to get our hands cuffed, uh, cut off, whatever. Uh, but then we got there, and everyone is wearing fake watches. So we're like, so you don't okay, even know. No. Yeah, you wouldn't no. even know if we had a real one or not. Um, but, yeah, bro, it was pretty crazy. That bungalow street, a lot of dudes were actually commenting. The place that we went was where Ziz ended up dying. Yeah, where that's he, insane. Where he I went, didn't know that, man. He went nuts on the drugs and shit there, and he ended up, you know. He died in a, you know he died in a sauna, right? From a heart attack. I didn't know that. He died in a sauna from a heart attack. I think he definitely, like, he was up on the drugs for sure on Bangalore Road, and then 
hit the sauna next morning didn't didn't end up that well Fuck, bro, yeah. yeah rest in peace yeah rest yeah. in peace for sure but dude that bungalow road it's um yeah just like a qu- like a quick brief description for those who don't know bungalow road is like a massive street where after like five or six p.m i think it was like no traffic through there so it just turns into like a massive street with clubs strip clubs uh bars restaurants one or two restaurants mostly alcohol acquaintance venues type things yeah all down the left and right uh you're constantly getting harassed to, you know go visit these ping pong shows and we'll get into that in a second you'll be un no, that was the most crazy scene uh, crazy shit i've ever seen for sure yeah well let, let's get into it real quick bro the ping pong shows we only actually went to like one because it scarred us we're kind of forced because everyone wanted to go and we're like uh, i wasn't forced i wanted to experience no 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 culture. yeah you yeah, can't I go guess. to you can't go to thailand without going to a ping pong show very true very true um but, but it's very fucked up as soon as i got there i was like this is definitely wrong. <laughs> it's disgusting. I mean, some of the things that these women would do is, and they were old, or at least yeah. the chick we had must have been, I would say, what, 70s? Yeah. And she pulls up on the stage. She spreads her legs. And she, what was the first thing she did? She pulled so, out. No, here's the thing. Like, when you walk on Bangalore Road, you have all these fools pull up with a menu. And it says, ping pong show menu. And on the menu, you have all this random shit. You have, like, fish show, bird show, like I don't razor know, blades. razor blade show, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck is this? And they, <laughs> you go into the ping pong show, you you don't know what to expect, right? Because you have all this fucked up shit that it says on the menu, um, and then that's all the stuff on the menu is stuff they basically pull out from their vagina. Yes, or shoot out of their shoot vagina. Shoot out of their vagina. Yeah. yeah. So the first thing that we saw was, uh, I would say that string must have been twenty feet, like a twenty foot long piece of string with razor blades attached to it get pulled out of her noosh bro not good <laughs> that, and i was like wow and then she put it over some poor fella's neck bro in the crowd um i don't want to drop any names but that poor fella had to, <laughs> was so no was actually with our no. group bro um and he was not happy he was uh yeah, i mean was, I, I would i would i wouldn't be happy yeah well. that's you know, really messed up one little nick and you got HIV just like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, what are the other things we saw? We saw them put a live bird in their vag and walk up and down the runway and then pull it out. And pull it out and the bird flies away. Yeah. Uh, watch them put a fish in the in the fucking. No, canoe, she walks up on the stage. Puts, <laughs> she puts a fishing bowl down on the floor. She stands there for twenty seconds. All of a sudden, all these fishes started dropping out of her vagina. Promise you, at least twenty of them. Straight. It's, it's it's no, it's not it's not good. Yeah, it's and then good. uh, you know, there was a point where they ended up shooting darts. They had people from the crowd hold balloons in their mouth, and would shoot the darts from their vag with a blowgun and popping these balloons, bro. Some of them were from distance. I was like, you motherfuckers have got to be brave, bro. <laughs> you got to be brave. That is so. Yeah, you know, long story short, Thailand is absolutely nuts. Uh, you can pick up the the magic mushrooms from a lot of stores, and they mm-hmm. blend them into smoothies mm-hmm. and stuff. May or may not have dabbled into that. Um, the beach. We were in Phuket, bro. I think we messed up going to Phuket because, you know, as I've said, Wait, fellas, no, Bangalore Road is in Phuket. Phuket is a whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah, but you, you know mean Phuket, uh, Patong? Yeah, Patong. I think we messed up going to Patong because it's just like partying, drugs, all that shit. Yeah. Which is like, here's the thing, right? We enjoy partying, we enjoy drinking, all that shit, but it's not our lifestyle. Our lifestyle yeah. is more like fitness, you know, hitting the weights and shit. They do have gyms there. They have like one gym that's like pretty decent, I guess. Uh, but they have they have literally towns in in Thailand where it's like all about fitness, health, training. Uh, you can party as well if you want to, but 
it's not the same. I would have liked a little bit of a mix. It was yeah. definitely, you know, and this is kind of, if you guys know me, this is coming from me. Patong was a little much. Like uh, the amount of times that I got groped by the lady boys. I mean, you know, you hear Thailand and you instantly go to lady boys, but this was quite incredible because most of the people in Thailand and, you know, I do like it for this. You know, you come to Dubai as an average dude with not a lot of money. You're not going to have a great time. Thailand, you can go to you can go there with a fucking flap of skin hanging over your pecker yeah. with very little money, and you can still you know find girls. You do have to pay for them, but there's that option, and it you know it equates to their bank accounts and stuff, and so they can still have fun. There's like a place for everyone, and I'd say Thailand is a place for like the below average, which is cool, bro. You yeah, know, no, you know, it's, it's totally fine, and like I get why these. 40 plus year old guys go there because they're like you know it's whatever but yeah. like no it was definitely fun it was a lot of fun but i don't know I, I can't see myself living there for sure where i was going with that though so like when me and you were walking down the road and yeah. shit and these lady boys seen us bro you know young dudes with a little bit of muscle and shit bro i got my schmeat stick grabbed many oh, times yeah. yeah i if that was in the u.s bro i would have been able to live off of that suing money for the rest of my life for sure I mean, it, it was pretty insane, like, to the point where you're getting, like, grabbed and shit. It, it was it was nuts. Um, but, yeah, actually a sad story. Uh, one of the locals was telling the homies, bro, that, I mean, I think I think he told you, but, like, the reason there's so many ladyboys is because these dudes will have, or the men will have, you know, these kids, and from a young age will start, like, grooming them to become yeah, women. Yeah, they kind of, like... Give them hormones and shit so yeah, that they can without work. Without the kids knowing. Without the kids, yeah. Very fucked up. Or not even without knowing, but not giving them a choice for yeah, any yeah, type yeah. thing. And they give them these hormones and stuff to transition them so that they can go work on the street and sell their body because there's more money to be made in that than doing whatever other kind of jobs they, they said, like, rice fields and shit. Yeah. But no, that's very messed up, and it's very sad. But I guess that's the reason behind it all, you know? So long story short, fellas, if you're waking up every day upset at life and mad at life, but you got a roof over your head and you don't have your dad sticking estrogen in your cereal... You're good. You're good. You know, be grateful a little bit. So overall, I think Thailand was cool. Um, but for what ruined it for me was the food poisoning. Yeah. Because no, we both got bad. All, I was bad for over a week. Our whole crib because, you know, you're in a different part of the world, different bacteria and everything. And we were good. We stayed eating at the nice, healthy, expensive restaurants, yeah. expensive for Thailand. Um, and we all, every single one of us, bro, I was shitting and throwing up for days. Yeah. And that plane on the way back home, I was no, still not recovered. I remember you tasting me. And I was tweaking that I was going to have to throw up on that plane. So unfortunately, that kind of did ruin it a little bit for me. But it was very cheap. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a cheap mental holiday, definitely one of a kind. I don't mental think holiday? Mental holiday? Mental. Oh, you mean like, <laughs> I thought you meant like... Um, for the mentally mental insane. Mental health. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the mentally insane can go there as well. You probably fit in. Um, you might want to move there, but uh, definitely something different. So, yeah. I don't know though about for me, you know. But no, yeah, we're back in Dubai now. We've been good. We've been chilling here for like a month. Uh, but I feel like a lot of stuff have happened since we got back here, especially like with you and like what you do and shit. Uh, you got the banks and all that shit going on. Yes, bro. So, I mean, we haven't even really talked as much about this, but I'm not sure when this part is going to drop. But um, as of right now, you know, and I've been talking about this for a long time. So originally why I got into crypto was obviously there was, you know, the side of making money and everything. Yeah. And I'm not saying that crypto is perfect because it's definitely not. We got a lot of room to grow. 
But the biggest scam on the planet right now is traditional finance. It is the banking system. If you have money in the bank without willingly knowing you are investing in the biggest scam on the planet, bro, did you know there's only 5% only five of the dollars out there are real? What do you mean? Oh, the rest the is other, just... The other 95% is created out of thin air. So oh, if wow. the whole population goes to the bank yeah. and says, I want to withdraw 6%, that's it. If you go to the bank and everyone else decides, I want to go to the bank and I want to get 6% of my money out, yeah. can't do it. Banks fail. Because only 5% is... Only got 5%. That's crazy. So, you know, a lot of people want to be like, Bitcoin's a scam, this and that. Fuck, for the sake of this conversation, maybe it is. Guess what? You invested in a bigger scam. Yeah. Um, and so now what you have is happening is obviously, you know, after COVID and I've been talking about this for a, a very long time um, after COVID, you know, high inflation, you know, unemployment, all of these things, um, the banks are pretty much fucked. And it only took 13 years for them to get away with it. You know, people just forgot about what happened in 2008. Yeah which there's still many people recovering to this day from that. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's the exact same thing. It's human greed. It's human error, corruption that has allowed this shit to happen. They are the biggest scammers on the planet are the fucking bankers. And because, you know, it's finance and it's not murder or whatever, they just get away with it. But so many people in 2008 ended up committing suicide, doing all this shit because of it. Uh, so now you have the first bank that failed was SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. I'm 100% certain that that was an attack on crypto. And I'll tell you exactly why. You remember when I was texting you and I was like, bro, my whole life is flashing before my eyes right now. It's when one of our stable oh, yeah. coins, USDC, right? It started nuking. And for yeah. those that don't know, USDC is a crypto, crypto stable coin that is pegged to the dollar. So it always stays the same, one right? One dollar, one stable coin. Yeah. However, it started fucking dumping. Um, Which is crazy. And I had a lot of money happen. into it. Shouldn't happen. But the reason it happened, again, can't even fucking point fingers at crypto. It wasn't crypto. It's because they had 10% of their supply stored in Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, and Silicon Valley Bank, because there are a bunch of fucking scammers and everything. Yeah. Um, just to give you a background on Silicon Valley Bank. Where are they based? Uh, Silicon Valley, I'm pretty sure. Where's that? In the States? Yeah, in the States. Definitely oh, in the okay. States. Maybe I'm a fucking spastic, but Silicon Valley Bank. I'm assuming oh, okay, in Silicon okay. Valley. But... Just to give you a background, Silicon Valley Bank um, ended up, you know, this, they've gone under. So two weeks before they went under, the CEO, the CFO, all the top staff in their company started selling off shares. On top of that, the staff was paid a big bonus. So they knew it was coming. Again, scammers. They should all be put in jail. Yeah. However, uh, I believe they're all in Biden's pocket. These fuckers ended up donating like $80 million dollars. To BLM, what's that? The Black Lives Matter movement, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is you know now come out that you know the person in charge of it and everything was corrupt, taking the money, not you know, uh, yeah, bro, that whole that whole, the whole thing, bro, fake they, run? They, they, the whole thing got you know perished. Uh, so they, so they, you know, they donated eighty million. Yeah. Um, they were very proud that they put their whole that one they had like their whole team and whatever as women. Um, and long story short, you know, go woke, go broke. I'm not even making this up, bro. It's insane. I'm not even making this up, you know. That, that deep into the financial stuff. How crazy. Like, it's, it, like hearing that shit is crazy. Um, and, like, their risk management uh, manager was a woman. And 
I forget what it was, go look it up, but she pretty much just hadn't been paying attention, nothing. But the reason that I think, you know, they were the first to go down was because they held 10% of the stable coin. So the Fed, you know, they know these fuckers go down, crypto's in trouble. Yeah. And they announced right off the bat, the treasury, that they would not be bailing it out, which again was a massive, was a straight attack on that shit. Mm. They were like, no, fuck this shit, you go down. Thank goodness Circle, who is the uh, issuer of that stable coin, came out on that Monday and said, we will 100% back all deposits, even yeah. if it's with corporate funds. So they were like, don't worry, it's safe, whatever this and that. Since then, I have moved out my money from USDC because it's lost my trust. Uh, it's just like that was a very scary weekend. And no, I, was no, like, I remember <laughs> I got to the gym and you're, you're standing there on your phone and shit. I was like, bro, you could No, I was in a flat panic. And even like you told me like, this can affect all of us, just not the crypto shit, because if the banks go down and all this stuff, obviously uh, all of us get affected. Um, but do you think this has had a big impact on like the crypto pumps and shit recently? Like, Yeah, so I mean, at the end of the day, like I said before, crypto has still got a lot of room to grow. There's still yeah. a lot of issues. It's still very early. People don't realize that. Uh, there's still a lot of scammers in the space, which um, I found out today actually fucking hate me because I say it how it is and I'm too much of a fucking straight straight arrow motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. That's a good thing being hated for. Though. Uh, it's a good thing to be hated it's, for, it's bro. It's worse being hated for being a piece of shit and scamming people than being yeah. hated for actually being real with people. Yeah, because know? I'm one of the people at the top that won't, I can't keep my mouth closed, bro. Yeah. And we got some very big stuff coming up in the pod later that I'm going to open my <laughs> mouth about as well. You know, Forrest is chuckling. He knows what's coming, so definitely stick around. But, um, so like I said, there's still a lot of room. There's still a lot of scams and a lot of shit that we got to clear out with crypto. But the reason that Bitcoin was founded was for this exact type of problem. You know, once there's all those Bitcoin out there that have been mined, you cannot create more. You yeah. cannot print more. When do you think all the Bitcoin is going to be out there? Uh, we have a halving coming up probably within next the next year, couple right? years. But within the next couple of years, all the Bitcoin will be out there. So once all the Bitcoin have been mined, yeah. you can't print more Bitcoin out of thin air. Yeah. Um, because all the transactions are validated by a blockchain and you can see where they're all on shit. They can't be human error. So it eliminates inflation. It eliminates human error. Um, which, again, is the reason why the banks are collapsing and shit right now. And because of that, um, you know, Bitcoin has been ripping. You know, it's back at 28K. And, you know, what happens next, I'm not really sure because we're at heavy resistance. But it'll be interesting to find out. You know, this pod will probably be out after. So In a week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so let's, let's see, see, fellas. We're either going to be up big or we're going to be down big. But, you know, it's been pumping during times like these because this is the exact reason mm. it was created. Um, and a lot of people, you know, when I posted it on TikTok, you know, the banks are falling this and that. They're like, oh, you fucking idiot. There's only one bank. Since then. Wait, who said that? All, you know, the, TikTok, oh, they mean, the keyboard oh warriors, bro. The 13-year-olds yeah. in their mom's house fucking getting the bus to school. But um, since Silicon Valley Bank went under, uh, there was another one. I forget the name. And then there's Credit Susie, which has. So let me explain this to you, bro. Credit Susie supposedly has three trillion dollars worth of assets right mm -hmm. three trillion dollars worth of assets should therefore be worth three trillion dollars do you know how much i remember you told me about as, this. as of right now uh, again it might be info might be different when the pod's out there are bids for buying it uh acquiring it for like 100 million right no one billion 1.5 oh, billion okay. around there 
We just like have no, not even have. Wait, how much did you say? Thirty three billion? trillion. Three trillion, bro. That's okay. So what does that tell you? Yeah, it tells tells me a lot. There's a big fucking problem. They have a lot of debt. They fucked up along the way, and since then, today, the Deutsche Bank, the German bank, is now tweaking. Oh my god. So this is an exact thing of what happened in 2008, right? Called the domino yeah. effect. Started off with Lehman Brothers and shit and boom, boom, boom. Because if you think that there's only one bank that is doing shit that they shouldn't be, you know, finding their way through the loopholes, mm -hmm. this and that, um, you're tweaking. They're all doing it. So I think that we are ahead for some very, very interesting times. And I'm more interested to see how crypto plays out, you know, because yeah. this is... I mean, it can go either way, right? Like, it'll either go, like, very, very... You, 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 have, you have one fucker that's pretty smart. He's shouting for 1 million Bitcoin by summer. This is very bad. If this happens, it means that we will have an what apocalypse. Do you, what do you mean? Like, wh one Bitcoin worth 1 million? He thinks. He's the dude that called COVID. He, he knew COVID was coming and no he said way. it. But, uh, so he's, he's not been saying this. His name's Banji or something, something like that on Twitter. Okay. Um, but the problem with that, if that happens, it means that we are going to have like an apocalypse because yeah. that means that hyper, hyperinflation is through the roof, um, won't have access to basic necessities. Motherfuckers will be killing each other in the streets. Yeah. Uh, and it won't really be worth 1 million. It'll be worth more like 10 K because the dollar will be useless. Yeah. So long story short, I'm very excited not excited, kind of shitting myself. You know when you're nervously excited? Yeah. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those, you know? I mean... I, I don't know whether to shit myself this, or... This is the reason I've been staying away from, like... I'm, I'm, I'm also, like, always, obviously, like, reading about all this shit. I'm hearing stuff from you. But, like, it's some scary stuff, man. But you have and your like, money in the bank. I have some money in the bank. I do. I certainly do. I'm, 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 I feel like an NPC when I'm sitting here. Go, go try and withdraw it all. <laughs> see, how many, see how many loopholes you have to jump through. See how many things you yeah. have to do just to get access to your money I that know. you put there. Which is absolutely... Um, like, everyone's, again, it's talking about freedom this, freedom that. How about freedom of your own fucking money that yeah. controls everything? At the end of the day, people can say money doesn't buy happiness. Money buys freedom. If you have the freedom to do anything you will most likely be happy. Obviously, yeah, there's circumstances sure. outside of that that can, you know, affect that. But the fact, I mean, you know, you just got to wrap your head around the fact that you've gone and put your money. It's ironic to me that banks were invented for the reason of being a safe place to, to store your money. your money. And now they're going to fuck you. <laughs> now they're going to fuck you, bro. And they're just going to cheese. And guess how many people are going to go to jail for it? None. 2008 this is all one. within the fucking matrix right one fucker went to jail bro mm -hmm. they took one scapegoat all of those fuckers from wall street everything got off in their private jet fucked off to the hamptons and they came back and started another firm when it was settled it's, that's crazy it's a fucking scam bro yeah. um and so now you have the U.S. government, bro, they are really cracking down on this shit. And to be honest, they don't know what the fuck to do. They are more confused than a homeless man on house arrest. I said that in my tweet, bro. One minute, they're banning this, they're banning that. The next minute, they're trying to propose a bill to Congress saying that Bitcoin mining can help the environment, save energy, this and that. They don't know what the fuck to do. I do think in the near future, and the UAE was actually like the first to do it, or one of the, not the first, I'm not, don't quote me on this because I don't know. But they've just approved their first CDC, their central um, decentralized stable. Coin. I've noticed living here for three years now, UAE is very for crypto. Yeah. 
which is I don't know why. I don't know if they just like. I'll tell you why. They like money. Yeah, they like money. They like money coming into the country, and they know people are gonna bring money here if, you know, they allow it. You know. Um, and so the thing is, but I, I remember you told me about the 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 coin and stuff, and it's pretty sick. The thing is, the reason the U.S. hates crypto so much is because of you know the federal reserve and the dollar controls everything yeah so crypto takes over they fucked yeah for sure um but you know now you have again today i seen uh Jan janet yelling that fucking saggy puss hanging motherfucker she's high up in congress whatever the uh, the treasury uh one of the big positions they've she's just held like an emergency meeting but between uh high-end positions up in the financial sector not open to the public they are shitting themselves so when this pod comes out there might be you know shit might have already gone down i'm not 100 percent sure but it's going to be very interesting and where crypto plays a role in that um again this is why i was really born so <laughs> it's going to be interesting but banks banks are starting to tumble one by one i know and do you think i was going to ask you do you think the because recently Russia announced that they were going to stop trading with the dollar and start trading with the Chinese yuan. Do you think that has to do anything with all of this shit? Or? I think that um, there's already been a power shift. I think it's already been in the, in the motions. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, big news was that Russia is no longer using trading against the dollar yeah. in South America, um, you know, Africa, nothing. They're going to start using the Chinese yen. Russia and China are pro-crypto in terms of they've already started doing crypto shit. Uh, and so this is where I think the U.S. is really fucking themselves. You know, they are they, they shooting themselves in the foot by trying to shut crypto down instead of moving forward with it. And China and Russia are not doing that. Yeah. And so a lot of people, even in my comments and stuff, they're like, oh, bro, U.S. is powerhouse, blah, blah, blah. You don't want Russia and China on come the same. Together. Come together. No. But that's exactly what they've been doing, right? That's exactly what they've been doing. And so, you know, now I was trying to find a way to like word this, right? But you have Russia who was actually using the dollar, right? Yeah. Not, you know, scamming with it and shit like the banks. You have Russia who was actually using the dollar who said, fuck you, take your dollars back. We're not touching them anymore. And you have the Federal Reserve printing more and more dollars to bail out banks that have fucking pissed it away. You know, let that settle in for a little bit. Yeah, no, no, that was so uh, good. <laughs> so it, it's, you know, again, I've said it as well on Twitter, you know, we are the guinea pigs. Yeah. This is, you know, the first time a lot of this shit is happening all at once. And we knew during COVID when they turned on the money princes that it was going to end badly. But they continue to kick the can down and down and down the road. Eventually, that can's got... What's it only... I was going to ask you, was it only the, the US that kicked on the money printers that much? Yes, that, that's the Fed. Because I, I remember seeing on the news and shit that people uh, were getting paid. Like, like, this was like before I actually got deep and shit, but like people were going to start getting paid just a fucking salary out of nowhere uh, for staying at home. Yeah. And like being in Europe and shit, we were like, what the... F bro, what the fuck? Yeah. I want to get paid too, you know? We're just still chilling at home. We don't get paid anything. Uh, and people couldn't work. People couldn't do anything. I don't think um, people understand, too, how bad that was for the U.S. population, for their ambition and their drive as well. Because yeah. now for years, they got comfortable sitting at home, getting paid a minimum. And when it was time to get back, go back to work, you know, get back on the grind, 
people were like, no, fuck this shit. You know, yeah. I'm, I, I don't want to do that. And so, I mean, up until I left, I don't know if it's changed now. They seem to be saying that jobs are increasing, unemployment's at its lowest, this and that. I don't know because I was there firsthand and I saw every second store with hiring now, hiring now, hiring now. People would rather just body that very minimal money that they're getting paid and just sit at home. Yeah. So sure. I don't think people realize how bad that was for like the morale as a whole for the country. Um, and yeah, you know, the, the Fed, like I said, they, they just continue to kick this can down the road. Eventually when that can stops, it's going to get uglier and uglier. You know, it's the same with anything, bro. You bottle up your emotions, you have anger inside and you continue to build on that anger, just not say anything, not let it out. Pop when point. you do let it out, it's going to be fucking ugly. Yeah. You know, it's that same thing. Do you think this is going to affect the whole world, like, bad? Oh, absolutely. Like I was saying, like, Germany already. Yeah. Now Germany's gone. They're, I'm kind of I'm kind of scared of being here because, basically, the dirham, the United Arab dirham we have here, the currency, is, um, they, they how do you say the, the word? They pin that to the dollar. It's pegged. Yeah, it's pegged. It's pegged to the dollar. Back by the dollar. Exactly. So... Being here with money in the UAE, bro, I don't. Do you think the UAE will keep being paid to the dollar? Again, this is bro, all that's very, a deep question. This is all very hypothetical because again, the dollar would have to crash, and that's you know we got bigger problems because yeah. the world still runs on the dollar. Yeah, you know. So again, this is like the first time we're seeing this shit. We are the guinea pigs, so we're kind of just gonna have to wait it out and see. But I do think that the Fed. They're not underestimating, but what they're letting out, you know, they just had their news, uh, their meeting that I watched two days ago on Wednesday. Um, you know, they're pretty much like, listen, uh, we're only going to bump the inflation 25 points, whatever, this and that, or the interest rates. Um, you know, it's all good. Jobs are still rising. Like, you know, this is a new thing that's happened with the banks. We're going to have to evaluate. I think they are shitting themselves. Yeah. I think yeah. they are shitting bricks. <laughs> It's a lot of fucked up stuff, man. Yeah, like uh, who was it? Warren Buffett and a couple of the other big boys went and met with Congress. Um, the the Europeans, uh, who was it? Switzerland working on weekends and shit, trying to work this out. Like that doesn't happen. The reason no. it's happening is because shit is going south, my bro. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I can't say I'm surprised. This happened in 2008. It happened in the Great Depression. And as long as traditional finance is a thing and you have these couple big dogs at the top that are just doing as they please, mm -hmm. um, you know, it'll continue to happen. And sure. just moving on a little bit from that, uh, you know, you had, I don't know if you saw, bro, but Trump was talking about how he's going to get arrested. I did not see that. Cause, bro, honestly, I, don't, I never watched the news, really. Me either. I'm just on Twitter now full-time oh, again, okay. so I see it all. But I mean, Yeah, you have a lot of shit on Twitter. But no, I haven't seen that. And when you told me that, I thought it was about him not paying tax or whatever because all that bullshit happened like a few years ago. But no, explain because I don't know what's, what's so going I'm on. I'm pretty – don't quote me on it, but I think I saw it where uh, it was because – I don't know if you remember when the people like stormed the Capitol and shit. I think they're trying to say that that was his fault, um, oh. that he like insinuated it and he got them going or whatever, but – uh, regardless of that, you know, yeah. he tweeted out that, you know, I will be arrested, whatever this and that. We'll have to see what's happened. That's crazy, it's supposed though, to be man. Like now. So we'll have to see what happens by the time this pod's out. But I just thought it was comedy, bro, because um, what's her name? Um, Nancy Pelosi. 
You know, she no idea. She tweeted out, uh, she's a piece of shit politician that uh, is corrupt as they come. And, you know, she tweeted out, she was like, you know, Donald Trump, this and that. Him saying that he's going to jail is very irresponsible. Again, you know, firing up the Republicans. But she also then said in that tweet, but this is a reminder that no one is above the law, even the ex-president of the United States. However, she continues year and year out, her and her husband continue to outperform the S&P 500 by a landslide. The S&P 500 is the top 500 stocks. Yeah, I know. I and know. she smokes them. So how is a politician trading better than a professional trader slash investor? That's crazy. Corruption. Yeah, inside 100%. Of, uh, inside of trading. That's the, reason, <laughs> that's the reason I don't read the news. So I just look at this <laughs> stuff now and I'm like... I said it, I've said it a million times, yeah. you know, I used to think I left Africa because of corruption and I went to the U.S. I've learned the U.S. No, the U.S. is the worst. It's, I mean, the West as a whole, you yeah. know, everywhere, all yeah. these top dogs in Europe, everything, the most corrupt people on the planet, they're just educated so they know how to hide it. But now, with social media and everything, they can't hide it so much. No, so I, shit get leaked and people talk and people come up with conspiracies and shit, so... Not even conspiracies anymore. No, but like, you know, yeah, the, the proof is now. in the pudding. There's straight returns of yeah. how she continues to outperform this and that. So to me, it's just absolute jokes. And I think we're going to have to see what happens um, in the near future. But very exciting, very dodgy times, bro. Oh, that's, that's very crazy. I'm, like I said, I'm not that deep into that stuff. But like now, like spending time with you and shit, I definitely like yeah. want to get more. Because like, I mean, it'll, it'll affect all, all of us. All yeah. of, like everyone watching right now will be affected if if something big happens. So absolutely, uh, it's definitely some scary shit for sure. Speaking of scary shit, the World Athletics has banned. <laughs> oh yeah, you show me that. Speaking of scary shit, the World Athletics has banned transgender f women from female events. I just had to chuck that transition in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so we were talking about it a little bit before the pod. Um, but I feel like the world's coming like a full 360 now. For sure. And like, I've noticed that as well. Like when you said it, I was like, bro, it actually has. Like during COVID and everything, um, you know, if you were to say anything against transgender, this, that, yeah. if you weren't super sucking them, you, you know, cancel culture was down your Not throat. Not even during COVID, even before COVID. Yeah. And it was just building up. And yeah. now I feel like we're doing a full 360, you know, especially, and love or hate Andrew Tate, but he definitely was a big part of that movement. You think he's the one who popped the bottle? Uh, no, <laughs> the bottle, the bubble? Yes. I think that he was the top. I think he made people realize like, yeah. yo, it's okay to be a man and do yeah. manly things. It's what we are, whether we like it or not. It's how our literal biology is. And um, so I feel like we're doing a full 360 now because that shit, bro, to be honest, I can't believe that that's even a headline. I can't believe that's no. a thing. You as a male should not be. Have you seen the videos? Of, I know. It's, of it's ridiculous. Like transgender women that go in like, like uh, MMA matches. And, yeah, they, and they, they're men. They're straight up men. Men fighting. A, a woman. A woman. <laughs> it's straight up insane. Yeah. Um, so dude, I'm surprised that that haven't been like bigger than like obviously it was a big thing, right? Like people were talking about it a lot and stuff. But if you think about it, it's basically a guy hitting a girl. Yes. And that's totally fine when it's in a ring. And he's, the, the person is identifying as transgender. Then it's totally fine. Do you think it would be fine like, if, if people asked 
around and, and there was a transgender hitting a girl on the street, basically a man, do you think people would be fine with that or no? Because I kind of feel like back, back like two years now, mm -hmm. I feel like people would be kind of okay with it. Yeah. Because he, the person, she, he, whatever, I don't even know anymore, identifies as a woman. Bro, it's just like, it's so wild to me that we even have to have this conversation. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's why, you know, th like I say, that news coming out now, they've banned transgender women from competing with women. They're not banning women that have become males competing with males because they don't do that because they get fucked up. Yeah. In any way that it's fucking running, boxing, any form of athleticism yeah. thing, whatever it might be. Um, so for me, it's just crazy, but I wanted to bring that up because I literally feel like we're now doing a full 360. It's Even bro, bad. when you, when you mentioned that, I was thinking about it as well. Like with the whole 360 thing, if you look at the fitness industry, totally flipped over, it's super, super normal to be fully transparent now with your gear use and all that shit. Right. Three years ago, no one, not a single person mentioned it. You had, a, you had a few, you had like, obviously like Rich Piana and the big boys, um, who were obviously on gear, right? But then you had all these guys who were hiding it. I've always been very transparent. You have as well. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as I started taking shit, I was open about it. Um, but before that, like, dude, there was no one being f like, world is changing, coming out, being fully transparent. Yeah. And now it's normalized to be on gear. Like, you know what? I feel like it's because there's just more important shit happening in the world than yeah. lying about whether you're on yeah. test or not. Yeah. And you I know. think I, I think people have come to a realization that shit like that doesn't matter anymore. Bro, and I, the world is so fucked up. I don't know how I look around now with the lighting and a pump and shit, but I still even now like I'm 90 kilos with a set of abs, not fucking sitting down. But I still have dudes in my comments like, "Oh, this is what it looks like to take gear." You motherfuckers don't realize that every third person in your gym is on gear yeah. and they Dude, barely I look like getting, they work out. I know. I hate getting comments like that. I like, I have guys coming up to me that I look, oh my God, I need to tell you this. I was at the Arnold Classic UK, right? And I have this 17-year-old guy coming up to me and um, he was asking me like, like in a sneaky way. He was like, what's your cycle kind of, you know? And I, I don't, I'm not open about that, like my exact cycles, what I'm running, whatever. I'm just open, like, listen, I'm taking gear and shit, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm taking stuff because then I have, people, I'll have these 70-year-olds copy me. And then I told him that, and he was like, oh, okay. And then he goes, because I've been running a gram of trend for like 14 weeks now, and I don't see the same results as you have. And I was like, when he's, bro, do you realize how much shit that is? Do you realize? Like, it's so bad. And I, I looked him in the eyes and I said, listen, bro, you got to straight up stop that shit right now. Because that that's, not, first of all, nowhere close to what I'm doing. Second of all, you're 17. No, that should be the first of all. You're fucking 17. Uh, but that's nowhere close to what I'm doing. And third of all, you're going to fucking die if you keep going. Because, like, I don't, I don't want to lead by that kind of example to just, like, blast gear when, you, when, you're, when you're young and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just, like honest you know and that's the reason yeah. as well I'm, I'm not telling people what i'm taking and stuff but like please like to everyone listening and shit because we can't stop them like people are going to take care of us because of us yeah and that's going to happen we but that but that's because we're honest right um i blew up from taking psalms you know yeah maybe you should take <laughs> no but just fucking do your research and like 
make sure you're gonna you want to risk your life for it because like that with every high comes a low i don't think people realize that yeah and and yeah that's a fact but like when when this when i have this 70 year old kid standing in front of me running a grandma's trend a week because he's trying to like bro that shit got me black like i I didn't know what to say but he doesn't even look remotely like no he was he was normal fucking 70 year old kid that's that's what people don't realize if you are 22 weighing 90 kilos with abs you are not that's not normal for a natural person no and i have i always have dudes that are like bro i remember at my old gym back in sweden i had all these guys like blasting gear when i was like 16 17 natty right but they were blasting i was natty uh, but I, I started getting, like, acne on my chest and shit. And started calling me out in the gym for it. They're like, oh, you're blasting whatever. Fucking making jokes and shit. And I'm thinking to my head, in my head, I was like, bro, you're, you're the one who's blasting. You don't even look half as good as me. You're just a fucking retard who doesn't know how to take gear and doesn't know how to train. So main thing is, like, first of all, get your fucking diet going. Know, know how to diet. Know how to train properly. Do it for five, six, seven, ten years naturally, and then I mean, you're you're an excuse, right? But like, and then it worked. Then out. like eventually, then yeah, you might consider something. Or if you're born with low testosterone, when you get to your twenties, whatever, you might lo- want to look into TRT and shit. But like, just because you see us go out there and just you know look ripped all the time, whatever, don't just go and put a fucking needle in your ass because yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna make a change overnight and it's a life decision you take, you know? My point is as well though, is just like people have no idea what they're talking about. Like when they think, oh you take gear, you're supposed to look like Nick yeah. Walker. Yeah. And that's just not the case. And it's no. also, bro, I don't this is one thing I firmly stand by. Bodybuilding is like the one thing on this planet that you can work you can be the hardest working motherfucker in every single gym you step in. You can be the hardest dieter, everything. If you don't have the genetics, yeah. you are fucked. Yeah. I don't really know anything else on the planet. I mean, I guess you like... Can, you can grind at 24-7 yeah. all day, every day, and still not see and, and still not be great. And yeah. almost everything else on the planet, you can work. You can work, outwork everyone, and you will be the best. Bodybuilding, no. gym... You can outwork everyone and still not be the best because of the way that we are born and the genetics that we are gifted. Yeah. So definitely, like, I mean, it depends also, like, with all that shit, how how serious you want to take bodybuilding. Because personally, like, the reason I obviously, like, did what I did with blasting and shit is because I wanted to compete, right? I've been there. I've done that now. I've reached, bro, I went up to 105 kg shredded to the bone, which is fucking nuts. But I told you this as well. I felt like I was going to die. Generally, I had, I was sitting sometimes and like, this is probably just, this was probably all in my head because I always get my blood work and shit. Mm-hmm. I make sure I'm healthy and I wasn't going to die, but I started getting thoughts of like, damn dude, like I'm, I'm fucking dying. And I aged so much, like my face and everything. Like if you, like, even when I met you, I look looking like a man child now, yeah. bro. No, I look like a cute, like fucking year <laughs> old, like I used to do. But I went from 19 to 29 in fucking half a year, which, like, personally, like, I'm, I'm more of, like, a casual guy. Like, yeah, I like bodybuilding. It's a sport I love. That's what I've always been love doing. But I'm not, I'm not ready to fucking age 10 years and die for it, yeah. you know? That's not worth it to me because I have more shit going on in my life. And for me, a lot of people will say to me, oh, bro, you're not even a bodybuilder, which, you know, I'm very open about. Like, you don't compete. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing taking gear? Yeah. I have another reason for it, bro. I do social media. It is a part of my job. Yeah. 
are you more likely or inclined to listen to someone who's sitting there morbidly obese trying to tell you how to make money, how to live a happy life, or are you more likely to listen to someone that has the lifestyle as well as the fat fuck, but is in incredible shape, yeah. looks good, with, you know, I've got my own reasons and it works for me because especially yeah. when it comes to crypto, the majority of these dudes are middle-aged men that don't leave the computer, that don't have a diet, that look like shit. They can have all the money that they want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They look like shit. And at the end of the day, I never want to, I don't want to look like that. So for me, I have my own reasons and beauty sells. It's the same reason. Oh, 100%. Same reason 100%. that you go to like a pool party or something. They'll sit all the good looking people at the front, at the entrance. When other people come, oh, you know, there's, it's how it works. Yeah. So for me, that is, you know, just for those wandering out there. The reason I, I, I wouldn't say, like, personally knowing you, you're not blasting gear just to look good or fucking no. crypto. And I don't, bro, gear. I don't blast gear. No, I take, no, no, no I take you don't. very you don't. healthy amounts. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I you don't, for sure do. I don't take cycles. Like, yeah. what people take to compete, I'm nowhere no, near no, no. that. I'm, I don't have any acne. I don't, I got the Gano from when I was a kid, bro. That's, yeah. you know, motherfuckers will always find something to pick at. The Gano I've had since I was fat. Yeah. No matter, even when I, I lost the weight, Natty, it's been there. I've had that shit in photos since I was 16. Bro, I don't get acne. I don't get anything because I don't run a no, lot of No, no, yeah. But, like, I feel like you just, like, you actually enjoy it as well, like, progressing yeah. in the gym and shit. Because you've done it for a while, too, and you fell in love with it probably as well. Like, just... I eventually did, bro. Yeah. I, I started working out to make money. Yeah. And it, it, but at this point, like, if you don't go to a gym for two weeks, you're oh. going to freak out. Stop. And then adding right. that little fucking extra salt and spice you do on top, it's not going to fucking harm you because you do it in healthy, good ways, right? So why not? How was yeah. your mental? Because I, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, like mental health and shit too, but like going off the topic of gear and shit, a lot, that's like a big yeah. thing that people don't realize too. When you be taking lots of gear and shit, not even gear, just dieting and shit, even yeah. if you're natural. So now, you know, you obviously dieting, gear, all of that on top. How was your mental? During prep, it wasn't that bad, to be honest. Because, bro, I'm telling you, I had, I'm never experiencing, like, experienced everything, anything like it before. Because I had, like, the craziest tunnel vision I've ever had. Like, generally, bro, I didn't give a shit about anything. No materialism, like, friends, fucking, sadly, family. Like, obviously, I spoke to my parents and shit, but, like, I just did not care about anything. Like, outside of, like... Priority shifted. Yeah. So... Not changed forever, but shifted because you you knew that. Yeah, no, I did, and that's the reason. Like even like yeah, I was fucking blasting for my show. Uh, I took a good amount of gear because I was like, listen, I've always wanted to fucking compete. I picked the best show in Europe, the biggest fucking show, pro show. You have thirty-five year olds competed for fifteen years going to the same show. That's why you got smoked. Eventually, yeah. Because <laughs> so. no, but like, and I was like, listen, I'm gonna do this shit fucking properly. Uh, I, I, I built that tension up for like five, six years, right? So when I actually went for it, I was like, listen, I'm not going to do this shit properly. So mentally, I, I, I felt fine because all I did every day was go to the gym, do my social media, uh, met my girlfriend who cooked me food an hour a day. Like, it was fine. Uh, however, you know, you do that for 16 weeks, day in, day out, and then you do a show, and then all of a sudden, the whole tunnel, you out from the tunnel, Right? They're out in the whole world and there are no goals, there's nothing to like, you know, no rewards, no nothing. And you're like, fuck, what now, you know? And yeah. um, I didn't want to keep on competing because, long story short, I got like an allergy reaction. I had to run to the fucking hospital and shit. Not because of the gear or anything, it was because of uh, 
It was like some weird shit. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't because of the show or the gear or anything. It was just a normal thing. Like, you know, it wouldn't happen to me anyway. Um, but that kept me holding back because my coach wanted me to do another show two weeks after. But, you know, because you, after you show, you kind of blow up and, you know, you get fuller and shit. So I remember just, you know, it went like, a, I think a month went ahead after my show. And I felt good during that month. I felt fine because, you know, I started to eat again. I got out the diet and shit. But then this thing, very unfortunate thing called PST comes through. You know what a, PS, a PCT is, right? Oh, the PCT. Yeah. Uh, my bad, I said PC, PST. Well, you're trying to say PTSD. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, what, the, PS, the PCT came through. And I was like, okay, let's do this shit. I mean, I went down to TRT and stuff. And I felt fine. But, like, I did my PCT, kind of kept going. But then after I finished that, I was like, do I really want to do this shit again right now? Because there was so much stuff going on. And that's where I got, like, kind of lost mentally and shit. Because, you know, I had no goal. I didn't feel as good. I wasn't as jacked. I was fat. Not fat, but, like, I was bigger. Fat to you. Fat to me, yeah. Fat, fat compared to... Which I, which, I still, uh, which I still am for, you know, after six months of dieting on Thai chicken and shit um but no that's when I got like fucking lost and shit because I didn't really know what I wanted to do I had no motivation to do, to do social media because I look back on a picture for two months from two months ago and I was like bro fuck like you know that was just a two-month difference so that really like affected me because I go from all of us like looking like a fucking superhero to look like a fucking NPC in a month and a half. So I was like, damn, bro. So it was more like the post, like the post shit. That yeah, wasn't that, like that's great. where it hits because during the prep and stuff, you're in such a tunnel vision, you don't, you don't realize shit. Like you generally don't realize what you do. You don't think about anything. Um, it was good in a way because I didn't spend any money on anything. Like generally, I was just chilling at home, doing my gym shit and stuff. And whenever the problems came, like I, you know, I was just dealing with myself, you know? So I didn't, I wasn't bothered about like any other people's problems and shit, which was like, it was good, you know? But with the blasting and stuff, I, th I feel like if I would take the same shit I did during prep, living a normal lifestyle, I'd be a fucking dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, I, yeah, I was running a heavy blast and shit because I had to, but like, uh, or not because I had to, because I just wanted to fucking send it. Um, but because of, I, I was in such a tunnel vision, uh, I didn't notice like any size or anything really like that mentally. It was more after when I was like open to the free world and I, yeah. you know, I started like listening to people and interact with people and like, you know, see really what I've done and shit, you know? Yeah. Do you think that Vical has become like a new goal for you? Like kind of, cause I, I mean, you know, yeah, you're always on thing, calls and the, shit. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I mean, I've, I have a fucking tat of Vical now because I, I, <laughs> I want to do that shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, me and James started Vicol in 2020. It's always been our, me and James fucking baby, right? Um, it, the, from starting the brand or like coming up with the idea to launch was almost two years, like a year and, no, the first launch was initially like, maybe like eight months, nine months after. But the actual first big launch of the brand, the first drop we had, which we did crazy numbers on, um was a year and like 10 months after so it was it was a very long time 
And then we did another drop about nine months after that drop. So it's, we only had like two drops. Of, we had a few restocks and shit. But it's just like so, it takes so much time uh, because we want to just like make sure it's all good and shit. And we just don't want to slap a logo on a t-shirt. If yeah. we wanted to, we can do two drops a month right now at this point. But it'd be shit quality, shit design, shit ideas, you know. And we just want to like, that's the thing, like a, lo a lot of these brands, they come up, they, they do some cool idea or whatever. But then, and it, it's very quick, right? It takes, you know, you just print the logo on a t-shirt whatever. And then it goes off, but then that's all like all they have really to the brand, and they can't keep doing it over and over again because eventually they fade. Yeah, so we just want to make sure we build it up good, and we just want to have a good foundation of like good items, uh, good drops, and like good. We just want to get a good team on board as well because now we have like four or five people on board, I guess, employees, uh, which is sick, and it's taken us a while to find the right people. Um, cause we ran that shit for on our own for like two years, I guess. Um, which is also crazy cause nowadays you also see a lot of people, big influencers, whatever. They don't even know what the fuck they're doing with their company. They start a company with another company that owns 50, 60, 70% of their company. Right. And they go to them and tell them, listen, uh, I just want to do some clothing, whatever. And then they're like, okay, fine. And then the actual influencer doesn't have no, any idea what the fuck they're actually doing because they have another company behind it. And then at the end of the day, I don't feel like you get the same satisfaction of doing something. It's different when you like draw it. Bro, I've literally been drawing up the science on an actual pencil, like with a pencil and paper. Yeah. And that's different. Like seeing that on a t-shirt later is different. I know that's got to take you some time because you're yeah. definitely more autistic than artistic. Wait, yeah. Let that yeah. one hit. Let that yeah. one hit. <laughs> Cause you're more autistic than artistic for sure. A hundred percent, bro. So we're no, but yeah, um, we just want to perfect it and shit, which is cool. Uh, I mean, I'm a perfectionist. James is a perfectionist, um, so that's why it's taking us a while. But yeah. Hiring new athletes, bro. I'm a free agent. <laughs> you're free agent, bro. Yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah. We have a few athletes now, but obviously we wanna. Here's the thing, right? We don't want to pull up to an athlete and be like. Yo, listen, we give you fucking, I don't care, 50% commission. Obviously, the athlete is going to be like, wow, 50% commission. But then we're not going to have, a, we're going to have a drop a year. So we're only going to get paid for one month, right? So we want to get consistent drops, everything up, steady revenue and shit before we start getting athletes. Uh, but yeah, free agent. Tell us about it, bro. Free agent, bro. So, I mean, if you fuckers, you probably already know because you come and watching this part from other socials, but... I was with Young LA for maybe five, no, no, maybe like seven months, maybe six months. I don't know. Really? I think. I feel like it would be maybe eight months. Fuck, I don't know, bro. I've lost track of time. You know, not having a nine to five. I mean, it's 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 it was a summer. It was summer a year ago now, almost. It's almost April, May, <sighs> June, July. I don't know. So no, it, it's, oh, like a year, bro. Because I first I got my first package when I was in Arizona. Yeah, so let's say a year, February, March. Let's say a year. Yeah, so about a year. I was with Young LA for about a year. Um, the reason I originally went with Young LA was honestly not for the clothes or anything, yeah. but just because like they were good dudes behind it. And I'm a firm believer, you know, whether it's a crypto that you invest in, um, a clothing brand, fitness brand that you decide to back, you need to believe 
and the people that are behind it. Because at the 100%. end of the day, no matter how good your product is, whatever it might be, they are the ones who are going to execute on that idea. And I definitely don't want to be working with a scumbag that, you know, hangs around young teens and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, just, you know, I, I want to, I want to 18 plus. <laughs> I, I want, I, yeah, you know, 18 plus in this bitch. And, um, you know, I want to be behind someone good. So I originally went with them for that. Um, they had consistent drops and stuff. Yeah. Um, but over time, so like there were a couple reasons that I left Young LA. I'll get into them right now. Uh, reason number one was they have a lot of athletes. So like yeah, in the athlete, they do. In the athlete they group do. chat, there's like over 200 people. A couple, of course, are employees and stuff. But Which is, bro, you gotta you gotta pause though because that's fair enough to the owners. Yeah, doing the fucking right thing. Congrats, You're doing a great fucking job. And that's that's exactly what I said. You know, yeah. from a business standpoint. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm so, I love them. Yeah. No, no bad blood, no nothing. Um, but for you, it's... But for me as an athlete, not great because now you are competing with 200 people that all post fitness content, right? So majority live in America. Um, majority of kids that are into fitness that follow all these influences, you know, they follow the same people. So the audience overlaps. So the more and more people that you bring on, you bring in on more competition with the same number of consumers. Yeah. So it becomes harder and harder to sell. And again, good on Young LA. Every single time someone pops in the industry, they snag him. So like Trains Winds are popping around now. They, boom, Young LA. Um, so for me, it just became, you know, pretty hard to sell. Yeah. Uh, number two was I've obviously, you know, I've got my clothing brand, Heinous, which is not, um, not fitness or anything. It's more streetwear, but I haven't really drilled that that hard. And kind of similar to Vicar, like we've only had two drops. Um, I really want to start focusing on that, you know, getting some more drops out there, putting some more time and effort into that. Because like you were saying, when it's your own brand, it feels that much better, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I think long term goals, you know, everyone should focus on building their own brand, because that's what's really going to take you to the next level is not working for someone else, but working for yourself and doing your own thing. Um, number three was <sighs> number three. And, bro, I debated talking about this shit for a long time. I dropped it on stream once or twice. But, you know, as I spoke to you, you obviously know. I told you the second this shit went down. Um, mm -hmm. Mike's girlfriend, right? Um, and the reason I'm going to talk about this is because, you know, I thought about it. And if the roles were reversed, I'd be in jail or I'd have my career ruined. Yeah. So I was like, you know, fuck this. Um, I'm going to at least just, you know, spit the truth, nothing but the truth. But she's with Young L.A., um, right, I got, while we were together, I got her to sign. They really wanted her. She signed with them. We broke up, and I do not want to be associated with anything that she's, she's associated with. And it's the first time I'm going to mention this shit, but, and the reason, <laughs> the reason, dude, it's hard, bro, but uh, the reason that I was like, ah, right, you know, fuck it, I'm okay with dropping this is because I seen a dude on TikTok. Do you know if Professor Pippi or whatever? Yeah. He posted a video of this girl that was a gym girl, hella followers, like almost a mill on TikTok. And she beat the fuck out of her boyfriend, got charged with battery, domestic violence, all that shit. And just going back on like mental health and shit, like as a man, you're supposed to kind of just like silence and like shut up, you know? Yeah. You're a man. You say yeah. anything, you're a pussy. No, you can't say anything. Cause no, look no. And, I, and I'd like to get it off my chest, you know? So we ended up breaking up for... 
a couple reasons. We're not even going to get into the cheating, bro. We're not, we don't even need to get into that. No. Um, and who it was with, because as you know, that is the most out-of-pocket part about it. Um, but I also got fucking, I got rocked, bro. I got my lip. Slam, bro. I got absolutely, um, I got smacked, bro. And I've never been in a toxic relationship before, ever. So things were not great before that. Um, but I'm a nice dude, bro. You know, I want to yeah, help no, you're fucking, you're chill as fuck. I, I, I like, you know, like I see some shit and at the end of the day, bro, I've never really let myself fall in love. And this was the first girl that I let myself fall in love with. And so I was just blinded by the lights, right? But the second that I got my ass beat <laughs> and I got a couple fucking right hooks thrown at me and a busted lip um, and a kicked down door that next day, essentially broken in my house, uh, busted down that door. So I had to get the door replaced. But the second that that happened, I was like, this is no good. Hellas. Yeah. So um, long story short, fellas, if your girl is cracking you, don't, don't put up with that shit. I mean, the second that happened, I was out. Yeah, no. I was like, there's, there's no good. And, bro, the thing, the reason I'm even saying it, bro, I can take a beating. Right? I've been cracked before. Of course. I've, I've got a fake front tooth. Uh, it's not that. It's the mental. It's the mental aspect of yeah. someone that you love doing that shit to you. A lot of people are struggling from this shit, you know? A lot of, That's why. But here's the thing. In your case, it's different because it's op- so you can't really open up and say, about, say anything about yeah. it. Yeah. It's especially, especially like girls, you know? Yeah. Girls struggle a lot from this shit. So Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Whether it's fucking boy or girl that's listening to this shit. Uh, but it's different in your case because you can't, you, you can't really do anything about it, right? No, bro. Yeah. So, you know, if the roles were reversed, I think my career would have been ruined. And that's not my goal with this at all. You know, I'm not trying to no, no, ruin no. her shit because I know people are going to give her shit after this. Um, and again, you know, I'm a firm believer in karma. That's why I'm not a piece of shit because, I, I mean, I, I call out people that deserve to get called out you know yeah. I'm, I'm here and i chat my shit every now and then but not against people that don't deserve it but no. the whole purpose in this me chatting it is purely because if you are in a situation that you don't know how to get out of you know you love them whatever because that's where i was don't do it and i mean for me um it's definitely easier said than done though. yes yes sure bro. yes there was one other instance bro i didn't even tell you this where it happened and but it wasn't as bad as this time. Okay. And, you know, there was a lot of drinks and shit. So I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll forgive it, whatever. Yeah. Like, because again, I can take the physical. <laughs> wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that bad, bro. You know, just wee, 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 wee. Um, but, you know, when it happened again, I was like, that's crazy. And like I say, bro, don't even need to go into the cheating shit that happened because not out here trying to play victim. I'm here trying to tell people that. There's absolutely no reason, especially me, without sounding like a dickhead. I'm a high-valued individual, bro. I have a lot of motivation. I work hard. Yeah. I look good. Um, I'm honest, loyal, all that shit. So why on earth would I settle for less? You know, there's no, no reason definitely. to settle for that shit. No, no, no. No, that's crazy, though, man. It really is. That's absolutely nuts. I mean, bro. Big, up, big ups for you, like, to you for like seeing that, though. Yeah, because, dude, to, and to be honest, bro, like, it's up until, like, dude, even the first month, like, two months I was here, again, this is the mental, bro. That shit haunted me, bro. Before I go to sleep, that's the shit that be weighing on my mind, yeah. bro. That's the shit that weighs on my mind the second I wake up. Like, it fucks with your head mentally. I know. And, 
you know, my content and shit, again, it, it dipped the second, you know, when we were together and stuff. Then we escaped to Bangalore. Road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, you know. Then we got the Bangalore Road and recovery was all good, bro. Um, but, you know, like, that shit really weighed on no, my I know. mental, bro. And it almost, you know, thank God I'm a goddamn unit because it almost fucked me up. And to be honest, like, there's no, in my opinion, there's no excuse for that shit. You know, pasts, whatever, this and that there's no excuse for you to like do that to another human no like type shit no matter what you've been through whatever uh you know you got to be held accountable at some point if you can't be in a relationship and not do that then you can't be in a relationship you don't get that you know you don't get the fucking turn into mike tyson and slaughter your significant other bro it's not sure not chill so that was that was honestly the main reason. I mean, yeah, probably the main reason that I left Young LA because I wanted to just completely distance myself from that. And I want that to be in my past. And it's not all bad because there was a lot of lessons that I learned. And it happened to me at 22, you know, not when I was 30. Yeah. And we had got engaged and this and that. Um, a, lot of learning, a lot of learning lessons came out of that. And I do feel 10 years wiser and at the time, absolutely shit. But bro, I, I didn't even tell my homies and shit this, but it took me, there were points, bro, where I'd look in the mirror and I didn't even recognize myself. I was like, what? This was before the beating. And I was like, dude, who are you? I was like, what are you putting up with right now? Like just the constant, because I was constantly, bro, getting shat on for looking at other women, this and that, which just wasn't yeah. the case. Because I've only had two girlfriends i will never ever like i'm not gonna be in a relationship if I'm, I'm gonna do that other shit that's just my opinion like i'm just so i, I when i'm in a relationship i'm in a relationship i'm constantly getting yeah. drilled bro that manipulation is unreal the shit that how that fucks with your mental so again it got to the point bro where i was like no fuck this shit bro like i can't <laughs> even i can't even look in the mirror anymore bro what are you putting up with yeah but again first girl that i'd really really fallen for and it was just no good, bro. And now that I'm out of that shit, um, I'm definitely in a better space. Um, I'm doing good. And I finally feel like myself again, bro. It took some months. It took some months, bro. Yeah. Only, only like this last month has it been has it been feeling good again. I'd say Thailand, bro. Thailand, not because of Bangalore Road, bro, or any of the, the, the that shit over there. It was just like three weeks of fucking. But once once that like trip had started, yeah, 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 yeah. that was like the first time that I had felt good like in a long time. Yeah. And it's been good. That since. was a good trip though, man. That was good. That was good fun. Uh, got my mind off of it and shit, but... Learning Israelian and shit. Bro. <laughs> good stuff, bro. Good stuff. Um, yeah, you know, if, if you fucking, if you find yourself in a relationship like that, it's also for me too, you know, what I reminded myself, there's 8 billion people on this planet. Yeah. If you really think that that's the one and the one's going to do that to you, it's just not happening. No. Um, and for the record, too, if motherfucker tries to rebuttal any of this, I got all the receipts, bro. I can show you the receipts. Oh, I got all the receipts, bro. Everything. And there was actually, bro, that night, the worst part about that night when I got cracked, bro, was that like a little function at their crib. Hella witnesses. So hella witnesses saw that shit happen. And That's I was crazy. Like, I was like, fuck, bro, you know. And other reason I wasn't going to say any of this shit is because I was just like, you know, fuck it, whatever. But motherfucker kept playing the victim, bro. Oh, you know, keep keep our business between us. This is our business and the police's business, bro. What you gone and done 
is a criminal offense. <laughs> Lucky I didn't walk to fucking HPD, bro, <laughs> and put your ass in the chains, bro, you know? So, like, that, just, like, the audacity, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. that shit drove me nuts. And the other thing that drives me nuts is, and it's the same reason with our other friend that I love that I'm always talking shit about, is when you act like two different people. Don't come online and be... You know, I'm the single mom, this and that. I'm a th- blah, 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 blah. And behind doors, you Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I feel it. Like, that's foul. So it's like, even when it first happened, bro, I took a lot of flack because I posted that picture with Ali. And people were like, damn, this fucking dickhead. Like, I remember, okay, what bro, do you, you do? Hella hate. This and that. And no, that's not the case at all. You know? That's not what happened at all. And I didn't like that, bro. But I had to bite my tongue. I was yeah. just like, damn, you, you motherfuckers think this is a saint, bro, but it's a saint with hands and hands that are, are fucking fully cocked back at all times, bro. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yeah, I had to get that shit off my chest, bro. I'm not going to oh. lie. But that was, that was the main reason that I got out of there. So you find yourself. Young huh? Is that the main reason for Young Lao? Yeah. I just didn't want to be attached yeah. to any of that shit didn't want to have to see it didn't want to be a part of it you know just completely fully move on put that shit in the past and unless there's a rebuttal i'll never really speak about this shit again no to to you know just got to get it off the chest just let motherfuckers know that there's a bright side um and if you're if your missus or your man's is smacking you or doing anything to be honest wrong you know if you're a person of high value and you should be because, you know, you've made that happen. I'm a yeah. firm believer in, you know, don't chase, build a lifestyle that's a tr- that attracts. Exactly. If you do that, if you've gone and you've put in all the hard work to build a lifestyle that attracts, don't settle. Don't no. ever fucking settle. It's just not worth it. No. Not I worth agree it. with you. 100%. You know, that's crazy. And, like, props to you, though, for seeing that shit, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of people don't see it, like, from an outside perspective, you know? Yeah. Which is where the struggle begins because then you get trapped in this fucking circle where you just... Bro, I mean, the main reason I got trapped is because I'd never been in a toxic relationship. Yeah. Never. Never. And going forward, I will definitely, you know, like, I, I want a girl that comes from, like, a good family, never had any trauma, none of that shit. Because otherwise you end up being the punching bag. <laughs> you, be, yeah. you be the one that ends up taking all the flack and the heat and shit. Yeah. So it's like... For me, I, I, you know, need someone that's just like, you know, all flowers and daisies and shit and needs protecting. And I'll do that for you. I'll provide, I'll protect, you know. You fucking just stay home. <laughs> we have the little utes and we chill, bro. And, and it's happy days, bro. Uh, that's, that's good though, man. Um, but yeah, you got any, anything more you want to cover? Bro, we got a couple more topics here, but I feel like we could save them. Let's save him for the next one. I feel like that was a pretty good pod. Um, plan is, we were just talking before this. Let us know in the comments. Um, we were thinking about ripping like a pod once a week. Originally, it was once every two weeks. And you yeah. know, have a guest and shit. But with, between having, you know, we're constantly going to have guests and shit coming. Um, I think that we could easy drop a pod once a week. See. We have enough shit to chat about. We have Especially a lot of Especially like now on. with, you know, this whole world being fucking corrupted and shit. And we live here. We have fucking shit happening. Um, something new, seven days some a crazy week. shit happening once a week. So. Easy, yeah. So we're thinking just doing more consistent pods and more, you know, um, deep topics about certain shit, and then obviously bring out the guests and stuff too, uh, which we got coming pending very shortly. Um, but yeah, man, that was a good one. Very good potty. Potty, fuck, bro. <laughs> Clip that shit and reminded me. Said that. <laughs>
let's give let's keep drinking and uh have a good fucking Friday, man. Yes, fellas, we're gonna get rinsed tonight. I've been so well behaved, bro. Been so so well behaved in this bitch, bro. We're gonna get out of pocket tonight, bro. We're gonna go and have some fun. Um dude, oh real quick before we leave, bro. Your Discord? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> uh go join <laughs> Go go join my Discord. Uh right? Haina's pumps. We'll go put the link in the bio. It's free. Uh I just post stuff that, you know, I've learned. I'm in the position where I am today because of the way that I've invested with crypto and shit. Yeah. And Plus four grand this week. Yes, yes. Plus we have a new sponsorship that I'll talk about in a second. Um, but you know, I've made all. I'm, I am where I am because of crypto and the decisions I've made with crypto. So I do have a free Discord. It's completely free. There is no paid group through it. Anything like that. Um, if you'd like to join and tap in, see what we're about, uh, you're more than welcome to. And on top of that, I did go and sign with one of the biggest exchanges in terms of crypto on the planet. Uh, it is called Bybit. And if you sign up with my link, you will save money on fees. I will earn that money, just keeping it real. But once a month, we will be giving away $50,000. And all you got to do, sign up, use that link, and you enter in the giveaway. iPads, Rolexes, all that shit. Yeah. Um, code cousin on Rise Subs as always. The chances of a guy named Oliver Forsen win winning is very high. So, <laughs> Forskin's a dog in the fucking trading world, bro. <laughs> what else? You got your your codes and shit, yes? Yeah, shout out to Naka Power, you know, Code Oliver. Uh, huge supplements, Code Oliver. Um, but yeah, I got my own line coming soon with Naka too, so stay tuned for that. You're going to have to talk about I that. I got my own pre-workout coming in about a month too. There better uh, be enough beta alanine to make me homesick, bro. I need to feel those AIDS. Yeah, you're gonna, you, your balls are going to be tingling Love to all hear night, it. bro. Love to hear it, bro. <laughs> so, uh, no. IP, huge shout out, Code Oliver. Um, that's about it, man. Yes. Thank you for listening, motherfuckers. Subscribe, like the video, comment your thoughts down below. But less to that sub button, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, drop a comment, drop a like for the Olga. If you guys like the pod, let's get it out there. Let's push it out. It's new and all that good shit. Um, and if you do that in return, we'll crank out as much content as you like. So thank you for listening and catch you motherfuckers next week.